Peace Corps gives us a chance to show a side of our country which is too often submerged. Our desire to live in peace, our desire to be of help. There can be no greater service to our country and no source of pride more real than to be a member of the Peace Corps of the United States. This is this is this is this is my my Peace Corps Peace Corps my Peace Corps my Peace Corps story story story. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the My Peace Corps Story podcast. Today, rather than featuring a story of a Peace Corps volunteer, I'm going to be speaking with Rachel Menino of the National Peace Corps Association to talk a little bit about uh, just the NPCA, what they do, why why they exist. And Giving Tuesday, which is today. This episode is airing on Giving Tuesday. So you guys have had Black Friday. You've gone out and you've spent your money. You know, you've had your small business Saturday, your Cyber Monday. But now, since this is the season of giving, you know, what can you do to foster a Peace Corps and advocate for Peace Corps? And so this is what this episode is sort of about. So you can help help you understand a little bit more about the National Peace Corps Association and you know, maybe encourage you to give a little money to help them do the great work that they do. So, Rachel, thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. You are actually not a Peace Corps volunteer. That's correct. I am not. I've actually, I served at Peace Corps headquarters uh, for two years, primarily working uh, to increase fundraising for the Peace Corps Partnership Program. So funding all of the fabulous, amazing work by our PCVs currently out in the field. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you came here to the National Peace Corps Association, just right across the street. That's, cor- that's correct. It was, it was the easiest move I ever made. Mm-hmm. And what was your what what got you interested in in Peace Corps? So I mean, I, I guess I tend to think that anybody who was working at Peace Corps headquarters or NPCA was a, was a former volunteer. Mm-hmm. What what did you know about Peace Corps before getting into working with Peace Corps? Well, I have a background in fundraising for over a decade, and so I was looking for a new challenge at a larger institution, and I came upon the the Peace Corps uh, job description. It was a fundraising position within the federal government, which is extremely rare, and the Peace Corps had such a a clear and compelling mission, and so I I had heard about it when I was younger, but I wasn't able to really uh, serve. I ended up going right into my career out of college. So uh, when I had the chance to to come to Peace Corps headquarters and, and serve there, it was really uh, a great, um, wonderful time in my career where I could be in a wonderful foster a community that fosters a lot of international development and really impactful work that is going on every day. And being in the the federal service uh, and fundraising for those projects that are out going on out in the field is really a tremendous opportunity that I just couldn't pass up. And then now you're here at the National Peace Corps Association, which is not part of Peace Corps and is not part of the government. You guys are a nonprofit. Correct? That's right. Okay. Yes, we're five hundred one c three nonprofit. So what we what we are and and what NPCA originally was, um, you know, about thirty forty years ago when it was founded, was kind of a, a loose alumni association for our PCVs, and slowly over time, it's really expanded to be uh, to represent the full Peace Corps community. So that means 
return Peace Corps volunteers, former Peace Corps staff who didn't serve as volunteers like myself, and those who were political appointees who also served in the Peace Corps and just really love and care about the mission, uh, host country nationals that that are familiar with Peace Corps, friends and family of Peace Corps uh, members who have served, really just a full spectrum of people who really care about the mission of sending young Americans abroad to build capacity in developing countries and then coming back and becoming global citizens. Those are really um, the the key, all parts of that mission are really important to to our community. Mm -hmm. And for people who are listening who served in the Peace Corps, they might be familiar with the, the Worldview magazine. The, right. The yeah. mag- and that, that's, that's you guys. Exactly. That's produced by the National Peace Corps Association on a quarterly basis uh, to communicate with uh, the Peace Corps uh, volunteer population, as well as some RPCVs that have a, a subscription as well. Okay. And how long have you guys been doing that magazine? I mean, it was around when I was a volunteer, but I, I haven't it hasn't been that long since I was a volunteer. Has that been going on for, you know, Oh, it's while? been going on for a long time. I'm actually not sure about the the date that it was founded, but it's it's been uh, one of our key uh, communication tools. Okay. And then, so people know that. Mm-hmm. But what else do you guys do beyond the, the people that produce the magazine that we get in our mailbox, you know, our little cubby for me in, in Peace Corps, you know, once a quarter? Mm-hmm. What other work are you guys doing to foster Peace Corps, to promote Peace Corps and be an advocate for current and former volunteers? Sure. So the, the National Peace Corps Association actually has three pillars. Uh, the first one being our, our Peace Corps community, um, and the actually it's advocacy that's our, that's our first pillar. And advocacy basically is about making the Peace Corps bigger and better. So we are currently fighting right now to put 10,000 volunteers in the field, and in order to do that, we obviously need to increase the Peace Corps budget uh, drastically. And so we need to do that over the next five years in order to put those volunteers out there. But also we need to make the, the Peace Corps experience better and we need to make national service better. So we are, you know, we've been fighting to put uh, a bill into law um, specifically to address some of the health care issues with mm-hmm. uh, return Peace Corps volunteers. So that's been a really key part of our work. And we did introduce a bill, uh, I believe it was in 2016, the Sam Farr Peace Corps Enhancement Act. Mm-hmm. And so we're trying to get that also introduced into the Senate. So we want to increase, you know, health care. We also, you know, are looking for ways to increase, you know, the incentive Incentives that come with national service and making the, the experience better for those who serve. Mm-hmm. The second pillar is our community. Our community is, uh, you know, organized basically into affinity groups uh, or affiliate groups. And our official affiliate groups, you know, receive a lot of startup support. And we have a database and a community builder platform. We do webinars to help our community continue to organize. And the uh, the affiliate groups basically serve as a way for, you know, our volunteers to connect with each other, to rally around important programming. A lot of our affiliate groups are doing amazing work across the country to raise money for the Peace Corps Partnership Program and to, to sponsor those Peace Corps volunteer projects in the field. They're also doing, you know, volunteer programs domestically. They're doing, you know, cleanup in Houston um, to respond after Hurricane Harvey. They're, you know, rallying around nonprofits and social enterprises that are founded by returned Peace Corps volunteers. So there's a lot going on in our community that we try and, and 
keep up with and to inspire and to continue to, to help our uh, affiliate groups thrive and to help all of our members thrive and in their mission to, to live out their Peace Corps values for the rest of their lives. Mm-hmm. And then the third pillar of our work is our impact pillar. And this was, you know, a recent change over from, you know, an alumni association with dues and membership to really understanding that, you know, what our community loves to do is to make the world a better place. So we actually have a community fund where we 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 sponsor and we raise funds for projects that, you know, affect lives around the world. So these uh, these projects are um, organized into partner campaigns. So we have one that's uh, water and sh- water and sanitation work, which is primarily with water charity. And all of those donations go to water and sanitation projects around the world that impact th- thousands of lives, hundreds of thousands. And then we have TCP Global, which is a micro enterprise program that works with our affiliate groups and uh, primarily countries in Latin America, but a few others as well, to do micro enterprise that benefits nonprofits in and NGOs in communities where Peace Corps is served. And then, you know, we have uh, Girls Education and Empowerment. And so those are going to one of the, the core problems that we're seeing in the world where there's a lot of girls who don't get to go to school. Um, and so to address that, there is lots of programs and projects out there that return Peace Corps volunteers and Peace Corps volunteers are doing to educate and empower girls and adolescents uh, to make sure that they stay in school until they graduate from the high school level. Mm-hmm. So those, so that work is is still growing, and we're continuing to build out our community fund. But it's a really great way for our community to invest in the the work that we're that we're doing out in the world. And this is run by both peace, currently serving Peace Corps volunteers through the Peace Corps Partnership Program, as well as you know return Peace Corps volunteers. Well, I, I mean, I personally just learned a ton. <laughs> I didn't know that any of that was going on, mm-hmm. and and for me, you know, as a return Peace Corps volunteer. Yeah, I'm I'm always looking for how can I continue my service and how can I find ways to continually be connected to that community and have an impact on on a larger scale and it seems like you guys provide a lot of excellent avenues that are I mean lockstep with the mm-hmm. mission of Peace Corps to to do that. Exactly. That's why the MPCA really exists is to continue um you know to to serve and support everyone at every step in their Peace Corps journey from those who are thinking about service or inspiring those to go into service with our our next step Peace Corps program which is one part of our community pillar um which is to to travel for as a travel volunteerism program for mm-hmm. um those uh those uh people who are in colleges and universities and high schools to inspire them to national service. And then, you know, all the way up to those who have served and who served many years ago and and helping them to continue to live out the Peace Corps mission in the work that they're doing every day and the donations that they use to support MPCA in the way that they interact with affiliate groups or advocating on Capitol Hill. All of it is to help our community continue to, to grow and to thrive uh, living out those core Peace Corps values. And you, you briefly just mentioned some of, I guess, is it, would you call it lobbying, the stuff that you're working on when you're inviting people to go out to Congress and having those days when we're talking about Peace Corps? Because I had actually taken uh, mm-hmm. part of one uh, two years ago and went around and talked to my representatives with uh, two other volunteers. 
and that that was a great opportunity. So are you guys sort of doing that on a continual basis? All the time. Yeah. Advocacy, advocacy is one of our, our core pillars um, and trying to, to help our community to organize meetings both on Capitol Hill and at the district level throughout mm-hmm. the country is one of our, our key pieces of our work. Uh, our advocacy coordinators uh, on staff, um, Jonathan and JM, if you're familiar, mm-hmm. um, they work really hard and they're continuously up on Capitol Hill uh, doing meetings to support, you know, the the bigger and better uh, portions of our, our advocacy work. And then also to organize and to help those community members throughout the country that are organizing district meetings as well. And we have over 44 advocacy coordinators as part of a network that they keep in constant contact with to help them, you know, give them the tools, the outreach and the mentoring to build a robust advocacy campaign. And, you know, it's been really, really effective. Because if you look at, you know, just this year as an example... Originally, the House uh, the House budget and the White House budget proposed a $12 million cut to the Peace Corps, but because of the, the strength of our community voice and our advocacy program and doubling the amount of meetings and emails and phone calls that our community has done, the Senate actually level-funded the Peace Corps at the, most, at the highest budget level that they've ever had. And so now it's going to go to conference, and they have to, to continue to work on, you know, reconciling the House budget and the Senate budget. And so hopefully the Senate budget will prevail if our community, you know, gets out and continues to advocate and fight for that level funding. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this right now, and we don't have a budget, which we probably won't have a budget uh, for a while, (laughs) yeah, when, when this episode comes out, you still have work to do. Yes. You, I mean, call your representative, get involved. You know, you can probably find ways through the, the National Peace Corps Association, your guys' website, mm-hmm. you know, of, of what people can do. We have a whole advocacy center just for you. Awesome. Yes. So you can walk people through how, how to do it and how to go through that outreach and, you know, what should your message be and how should you package it. Mm-hmm. And then something else that you guys do that I actually learned about when I was up on Capitol Hill a few years ago, your trips. You Mm -hmm. have these trips for, I guess, returned Peace Corps volunteers to sort of go to these places that might otherwise be sort of inaccessible for most of us. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? I know it's not, you know, directly in line with advocacy, but it's continuing that exploration of mentality of Peace Corps. Right. The The Next Step uh, travel program is actually part of our community. It's an, it's a uh, part of a way for a really fun way for our community members to connect and engage, you know, not just within affiliate groups, but across the country, you know, they can sign up for these trips. And these trips are with a Peace Corps lens. So you go to Morocco, and it's primarily planned by one of our um, uh, affiliate groups, which is the, the RPCVs of Morocco. You know, who better to, to take you on a tour of Morocco than than them or you know any of the places that we're going um, and then there's additional travel trips to to Cuba and to um, you know a whole bunch of uh, other destinations that we're just going to be rolling out pretty soon so that'll be on our Peace Corps website and also in the worldview magazine okay and then so you talked about some things that are up and coming. Uh, what else is on your guys' radar that you're maybe excited about, you know, starting and launching? Because I know you guys are always trying to to innovate and, and be providing the best, you know, 
uh, I guess, experience for the community. So is there anything that you can maybe sort of give us a little bit of foreshadowing of maybe what the community can expect of some of the stuff that you guys are, are cooking up here at uh, the MPCA? We're continuing to try and do everything that we're working on uh, bigger and better, uh, just like, you know, our fight for the the Peace Corps. So continuing to really ramp up our advocacy work. Uh, We just actually accepted a grant from the Open Society Foundation, uh, which is going to be investing in our affiliate groups and how we, you know, provide toolkits and uh, webinars and mentoring and uh, tools and resources to our affiliate groups to help them advocate better. Uh, on policy issues and and public policy. So we're going to be doing this as a a small trial program with support from Open Society. So we're going to be building up that piece of our work with that's sort of a crossover between our advocacy pillar and our community pillar uh, to help our community advocate better. And then, you know, with our community work next year, we're really looking to to kind of amp up our support for affiliate groups. Um, You know, so uh, affiliate groups tend to, in, in most group uh, tend to go through a you know a cycle, and some some groups can kind of struggle with you know gaining new members and, and getting um, you know different uh, different leadership and and training and you know setting up a five hundred one c three if they want to become an independent nonprofit under our umbrella. So there's lots of different challenges that affiliate groups can face, and our job is to to really help them do their work better. So we have a number of of webinars coming out. We are hoping to also have some virtual town halls so that um, different types of affiliate groups can connect with each other and share resources and stories and, you know, talk about challenges together. You know, there's different challenges for regional local groups versus um, some of the country affiliate groups versus some of the workplace affiliate groups, which we just have a couple of new ones coming on board Mm -hmm. um, where there's a a workplace and that just happens to be like a large contingency of RPCVs. A lot of them are in in federal agencies right now because all all of our community is able to take advantage of our non-competitive eligibility status. So, um, you know, we have a number of workplace affiliates, which is a little bit of a different challenge than some of the country affiliate groups and what they face in, in terms of doing programming and, you know, getting um, together for meetings because they can be spread across the country, whereas a, a, a workplace affiliate group, you know, is all in the workplace. So how can they make that um, really a vibrant uh, community to join? Mm-hmm. So, you know, helping our affiliate groups do that better and then continuing to um, to build out the community fund in ways that our community can make an impact around the world. Mm-hmm. And I definitely encourage anybody who, you know, is a return volunteer to, to reach out and find your, your local, you know, affiliate group. Um, there's a great interactive map on your guys' website where you can actually see, you know, the different states and you can find the contact information. A lot of people have, you know, a Facebook group or a website and an email and, and reach out to those people and get involved. Right. I mean, because what better people to, you know, to relive Peace Corps with than other volunteers and connect with them. And I mean, I... I'm very fortunate being in in DC. Mm-hmm. You know, there are thousands of returned Peace Corps volunteers. That's true. But in other places, I mean, there are still groups. I mean, I'm from Kentucky and I'm I'm in, involved also with that group. You know, I'm on their Facebook page and there's a lot of buzz going there as well. Mm-hmm. So you know, if you, wherever you are back in the United States, you know, find that group and and get involved and and continue the work of of Peace Corps. And it's sort of you know a saying that you never 
you're never you're not a former Peace Corps volunteer ever. You yeah. you you are a returned Peace Corps volunteer. You're n- you're no longer in country, but you're still a volunteer. Exactly. It it, it never goes away. Now for for Giving Tuesday today, uh, this this whole episode is to help people understand what you guys are doing. So honestly, I mean. So people will give you some money and, and, and help you out, you know, provide a donation to continue the excellent work that you're doing. Uh, how can people do that first? So how, how, can, how can people give a donation to further the mission of the National Peace Corps Association? Sure. On our website, just uh, go to peacecorpsconnect.org, and there is a donate button right on the, the front page. So if you click that, it'll take you to our campaigns page where you can make a donation to the National Peace Corps Association. Um, we are, for the Giving Tuesday uh, campaign, we are hoping to raise funds specifically for our advocacy fund mm-hmm. so that we can start building up the the support that we need uh, to mobilize our advocacy actions for the next uh, next fiscal year. the The budgeting situation doesn't look much better for moving forward, and we still are, you know, laser focused on getting ten thousand volunteers in the field. But in order to do that, we're going to need some resources uh, to to be able to print out, you know, materials to to get things into the hands of affiliate groups to really empower our community and their collective voice to share their values with their members of Congress. And in order to do that and to organize those action days on the Hill that you participated, mm-hmm. we're going to need some financial resources. And we're really hoping to be able to do you know more than one day of action on the Hill next year. So the more that we can build up our advocacy fund, the more that we can do to make Peace Corps a bigger and better experience for the next generation. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good for me too to know where that money is going because mm-hmm. you always have these organizations and you say, "Oh, donate." Like, well, what is my money actually going to do? You know, because for for MPCA, you guys are doing all these amazing things, but you always wonder, like, well, where where is my you know five dollars going to go? My ten dollars going to go? Mm-hmm. And and right now, you guys are you know you're saying that it's for for advocacy. I mean, just just to make sure that Peace Corps sticks around. Exactly, and. The current administration has zero funded AmeriCorps. Um, so the the potential for them to make cuts to the Peace Corps budget and further cuts is is still there. Mm-hmm. And we need to really get out and talk about the impact of our community on, you know, not just a, a foreign relations and foreign affairs level, but also on a domestic level and how impactful our return Peace Corps volunteers are because they come back with amazing skills in project management and relating to others. And they have a cultural agility that is needed in the American workplace today. So being able to articulate that and to, to better get that messaging out there is really important. So the Advocacy Fund is a really uh, key place to, to donate now uh, on Giving Tuesday so that we can really build up our support and our resources to get out and advocate, to, uh, to coordinate those advocacy days, to get resources into the hands of affiliate groups and advocacy coordinators, to build out toolkits, to make them, you know, as easy as possible to message your member of Congress to build up our technology. One of the the biggest reasons we were able to build out our support um, was we were able to get a program going where you could just click to send uh, for emails. And so being able to do that for click to send for phone calls to to members of Congress Mm -hmm. would be a really great upgrade to our technology that we offer. So in order to do all 
of that, we do need the financial resources and investments to make that happen. Mm-hmm. So, and we're we're really pleased that Open Society has seen the value of our community to speak to speak out on issues that are really critical to our core values and to really change and shape public policy because of our unique experiences. So, you know, the the more that we have investment from our our membership and our broader population, the more that we can really do there. Mm-hmm. And w- with the donation, uh, do you have an opportunity to, is it a recurring donation, a one-time? So what, what, what can people do to, to continue to help you guys out? So you can make it a recurring donation um, that you can be charged, uh, you know, every year. You can do it a monthly. Uh, you can always feel free to contact myself uh, at the the National Peace Corps. It's Rachel at PeaceCorpsConnect.org. Well, that's pretty easy. Yeah, exactly. So uh, you can contact me and we can we can set up a donation for you if you want a monthly recurring or quarterly recurring. We're, we're open to whatever is most convenient and meaningful to you as, as a member of the Peace Corps community to support your community. And the MPCA is primarily your impact organization. So whatever is meaningful to you to give in terms of your time, your talent, your volunteer, your outreach, um, you know, we are are here for you. Mm -hmm. So everybody, you've heard a lot of good stuff about what National Peace Corps Association is doing uh, for the community. You know, this is the, the season of, of giving. So you've, you've gone out, you started your holiday shopping for your friends and your family. Donating now is going to help give the gift of Peace Corps to someone else. Exactly. It's going to make sure that it stays around. So if you served in Peace Corps, were impacted by Peace Corps, go to PeaceCorpsConnect.org, click that donate button, and be a little generous uh, and, and help them out. So I thank you, Rachel, for, for allowing me to come into your office, talk to you guys. Uh, before we leave, is there anything else you would like to tell to my audience in the Peace Corps community? Just that the National Peace Corps Association is here for you. This is your community. Uh, membership is free if you don't have the ability to donate today. Um, that is perfectly fine. But make sure you sign up for a free membership. Get on our email list and learn more about what we're doing and, and how you can help and be involved. Well, thank you very much, and hopefully you guys have an amazing Giving Tuesday. I look forward to following up with you guys uh, as you know I continue to grow my project and hopefully work with you guys to promote Peace Corps mm-hmm. and, and the great work that you guys are doing. Fabulous. Thank you so much. And there you have it, another episode of the My Peace Corps Story podcast. If you like this episode and others from the My Peace Corps Story podcast, please consider becoming a supporter of the show on Patreon. Patreon is an online membership platform that helps creators connect to their fans and get paid for and help fund the projects that they love. For as little as $1 a month, you can help me continue to grow this podcast. The My Peace Corps Story podcast is a passion project of mine, and I want to see it grow into the go-to resource for Peace Corps stories. With your support, we can make that happen. Head on over to patreon.com and search for the show, or simply go to mypeacecorestory.com support to find out how you can help me continue to fund and grow this podcast. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And until next time, every volunteer has a story. What's yours?